0: This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. GM is struggling to ramp up production of its EVs, but it still expects to turn a profit on them in 2025. Chief Financial Officer Paul Jacobson said, GM will hit an operating profit margin of about 5%, including clean energy tax credits. He also said higher production volume will improve margins. Jacobson said that GM's cost per EV unit will be about $20,000 lower in 2024 than they were this year, and that will go down another $5,000 per vehicle in 2025. That's GM's cost. It doesn't mean all EV prices will drop that much, but even so, it is a stunning revelation. Part of the drop comes from falling battery material prices, which GM says will fall by $4,000 a vehicle next year. And more on falling battery material prices later in the show. A Chinese automaker called Innovation in Motion, or IM, which is partly controlled by SAIC, just launched a sedan called the LS6 that it says it wants to compete against Tesla's Model S Plaid. It has some pretty impressive specs, but we think it still falls a bit short of the performance Tesla. It has a semi-900 volt architecture that allows peak charging of 396 kilowatts, which adds about 360 miles of range in just 15 minutes. The top of the line model comes with 787 horsepower, and can accelerate from 0 to 100 kilometers an hour in three and a half seconds. An entry-level version with a 500-volt architecture, 314 horsepower, and a 71-kilowatt-hour battery pack starts at only $30,000. Inside, the LS6 features giant screens and a steering yoke, and we'll probably hear more about IM because that's the company that Audi is buying its new EV platform from. And speaking of EV developments in China, CATL, the largest battery maker in the world, came out with its own skateboard platform for electric vehicles. It boasts a thousand kilometer range, or about 620 miles. It has an efficiency rating of 10.5 kilowatt hours per 100 kilometers, which is an astounding 5.9 miles per kilowatt hour, and that has got to be the best in the world. It also charges pretty fast. Five minutes of fast charging adds 186 miles of range. All the critical components, including the batteries, the motors, electronic controllers, suspension, steering, and braking, are integrated into the skateboard to come up with a lightweight and low-cost design. That includes, sell the chassis packaging for the battery. EV startup Fisker desperately needs to save cash, so it's slashing its production. It will build only 10,000 vehicles in 2023, down from the 13,000 to 17,000 it previously forecasted. At its prior rate of production, the company only had about 7 months of cash on hand, And with higher interest rates and investor wariness of EV startups, it's going to be hard for the company to get more capital. Fisker says building fewer cars will help free up $300 million of working capital. Its shares rose 7% on the news, but even so, the stock is down 78% this year. It's trading at only $1.58 a share compared to $28 at its peak two years ago. Most automakers in the U.S. will report their November sales later today and on Monday. But the Hyundai group beat them all to the punch, and no wonder it wanted to. Hyundai, Kia, and Genesis all set sales records. Hyundai was up 11% with sales of 70,000 vehicles. Kia was up 3% with more than 58,000 units. And Genesis jumped 20% to nearly 6,000 cars and SUVs. Once all automakers report their sales, analysts expect the industry total to be up 10% with a SAR of about 15.4 million units. At CES January 9th through 12th, 2024, Intrepid's looking forward to seeing you at our booth 3666 Las Vegas Convention Center in the West Hall. We'll be demonstrating the latest and greatest in the software-defined vehicles and zonal architectures. Automotive Ethernet technologies like 10Base T1S and multi-gigabit. See you at CES 2024, Las Vegas Convention Center, in West Hall, Booth 3666, or visit intrepidcs.com/sales. It's two years later than intended, but Tesla made its first deliveries of the Cybertruck to retail customers yesterday. Public reaction ranged from cheers to boos. Some people love it and some can't get past the radical styling. Like Ford's Lightning and Chevy's Silverado EV, pricing for the Cybertruck is coming in significantly higher than initial announcements from the company. The base rear wheel drive version will have a starting price of just under $61,000 before destination charges and any incentives. But that truck won't be available until 2025. The first versions to launch next year are the all-wheel drive model that starts at roughly 80 grand and the Cyber Beast, which comes in just shy of $100,000. No word on battery sizes just yet, but the rear-wheel drive model has an estimated 250 miles of range, will do 0 to 60 in 6.5 seconds, and have the ability to tow up to 7,500 pounds. All-wheel drive Bumps range up to 340 miles and towing to 11,000 pounds and drops the 0 to 60 to 4.1 seconds. The 845 horsepower Tri Motor Cyberbeast has 320 miles of range, will do 0 to 60 in 2.6 seconds, and also has 11,000 pounds of towing capacity. When Tesla first announced the Cybertruck, it said it would have over 500 miles of range. But in order to get close to that figure, it's also offering a range extender, which is an additional battery pack that takes up about a third of the Cybertruck's bed. It's estimated to boost the range of the all-wheel drive model to over 470 miles and the Cyber Beast to over 440 miles. Elon Musk says this range extender is intended for long trips or when towing. One of the most important aspects of the Cybertruck that I think too many people are glossing over is that Tesla switched to a 48-volt system for its power electronics, meaning for things like headlights and interior components. A system like this allows you to send a lot more power to those electronics without raising the current, which means you can use much thinner and lighter wiring. It's estimated that Tesla could cut the amount of wiring in the Cybertruck by 70%. Another first for the company is bidirectional charging. This includes the ability to send power to your home or another EV, which can also be done through a set of plugs in the bed that put out up to 9.6 kilowatts of power. Rounding out the highlights of the Cybertruck are a new steer-by-wire system and four-wheel steering as well. But with models finally hitting customer hands, I'm sure it won't be long before we're learning even more. Nissan will not build the next generation LEAF in the U.S. Automotive News reports that U.S. production of the current gen will end in 2025, and the next gen will be built in England. And that makes a lot of sense to us. Putting all that production in one plant will slash its manufacturing costs. And even though lease made in the U.K. won't be eligible for the full $7,500 federal tax credit for retail customers in the U.S., it can still be applied to cars that are leased. Looks like Volkswagen might be starting to turn the corner on selling electric cars in China. Last month, it sold 15,000 of its ID family of EVs, with the ID3 accounting for 12,000 of that total. That's VW's best EV sales month ever in China, and it could be close to making a profit on those EVs. Remember, Tesla did not start posting a net profit until it began selling roughly 17,000 Model 3s a month. However, sales of the ID3 in China languished until VW slashed the price to under 18,000 bucks, so VW probably needs a lot more sales to make a profit on that car. A new ID3 is about to hit the market along with the upscale ID next. And VW desperately needs to sell a lot more EVs in China. It used to be the biggest car company in the country, but it's losing market share every month. The price of lithium in China isn't just tumbling, it's falling off a cliff. And the rest of the world tends to follow China. Prices are already down nearly 80% this year to a little over $16,000 per metric ton, and analysts predict they could fall by 30% or more next year. The problem is too much supply. Companies expanded manufacturing to keep up with demand, but now that demand is slowing down, including in the energy storage sector and an increase in recycling and new battery chemistries could also have an impact on lithium demand. Daimler Truck North America announced its integrating electric trucks into its own logistics operations. It will initially deploy four Freightliner E-Cascadia trucks that are going to pick up parts from various supplier locations in the Pacific Northwest and deliver them to Daimler Trucks Consolidation Center in Portland, Oregon. The parts will then be shipped to its manufacturing as well as its aftermarket distribution centers across the U.S. and Canada. But that brings us to the end of today's show. Thanks for making AutoLine a part of your day, and I hope that you have a great weekend. AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey, and by Intrepid control systems. Over-the-air engineering. Boost your game.